0: With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron.
1: So many of us battle with uh, the struggle of fear. It can paralyze us. Uh, like a lion crouching down on us, but we talked about the solution of that is that if we stop trying to stop fear and replace it with a confidence in the mature love of God, the perfect care of the Almighty, then we can say, bring it on, bring whatever fears that uh, that, that, I may, uh, that, I, that I may fear because I know that nothing can hurt me. It, everything is coming my way through the hands of my loving father who causes all things to work together for my good because I love him and because I trust him and I've been called according to his purposes and he is accomplishing his will through everything that comes our way. And you know, our founders believed this. That's what, that's what unified them. That's what rallied them together. Even in the darkest, most fearful times. And I think that we're experiencing some fearful times in our nation right now. There are things that are happening at such a rapid pace. There are things that are going on politically and economically. Things that are going on that are reminding my neighbors who come from other countries. I have neighbors from Russia. I have neighbors from Taiwan. I have neighbors from South uh, America. And they are even making real plans to leave the country that they love, America, because they see the telltale signs of the kind of governments they, come, they came from beginning to take root here in, in this nation. They're seeing it happen. There's unbelievable things that are happening right now, and if you have your eyes open, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And yet, I know that this nation was founded... On the promises of God that if we will serve him and honor him that he will protect us and we can we can pull up out of this nosedive. I'm confident of that and our founders believed that as well because they not only read that in the in the holy scriptures, but they experienced it. And I want to share with you three stories that demonstrate examples of God's power and care for those who trusted in him against unbelievable odds where there was no hope of coming out of it alive. Here's the first one. This is uh, the story of the pilgrims. When the pilgrims set sail in the Mayflower to come to the new world, they were planning to land in Virginia, but they were blown off course. Their, 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 their couple week trip turned into a couple month trip and, and, and storms blew and broke the beam that held up the mass of their ship, and they landed hundreds of miles north in the middle of the winter from where they were intending to land, where their friends were, and yet there was no one there. They, they had feared that they were going to meet up with the fierce Native American tribes that they had read about. And they tried to 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 go back down south to Virginia, but they weren't allowed. God would not allow it for some reason. The storms blew, and and the waves beat on their ship, and the rocky shoals prevented them from going back down south, where they where their uh, uh, where their charter had them go, where they would find safety and their and their English brothers. And they they returned back to this area of Cape Cod that they called Plymouth, and when they landed there. It was amazing. It was like the land had been prepared for them in this barren wilderness. They didn't meet up with fierce tribes. In fact, they later learned that the tribe of the Patuxet Indians was actually wiped out by a plague just prior to them landing there. And they found fresh water and they found fish and they found corn buried in the land. If they had landed... Several years earlier, in that exact spot, they would have met up with one of the fiercest tribes in the region. And it is likely that if they had landed anywhere else other than when they landed, that they would not have survived. It was as though God had guided them there in, their, in where they landed and when they landed there. Second story is the miracle of meeting up with Squanto. Squanto was one of, the, one of the only surviving, perhaps the only surviving Potuxet Native American. In fact, he had been kidnapped and taken away by some slave traders from his tribe and taken to England. And he was uh, brought back, but then kidnapped again. And he was taught English... And by the time he finally made it back to the North American area, he was able to escape and try to meet up with his tribe only to find out that they had been wiped out by this plague. But they, he spoke English. And so he joined up with another tribe, the Wampanoag Indians. And when the pilgrims landed there, he befriended the pilgrims. And lo and behold, he speaks English. Now he's able to be an interpreter for the pilgrims to speak to the Wampanoag Indians, he he saved their lives by teaching them how to plant corn in the winter and fertilize or, or plant the corn and then fertilize it with the fish. And he served as an interpreter to be able to make a peace treaty with the Native American tribe that was there for 50 years. Did you know that? The pilgrims were able to sign a peace treaty They didn't come there to rape the land and take advantage of the Native Americans. Some did, of course, but the pilgrims, the Christians, those in the family of faith, they didn't come with an army. They came with their wives and their children. They had some chickens, they had a Bible, a few kernels of corn, and they made a peace treaty with the Wampanoag Indians for 50 years, and they set up a system of law that treated both the Native American and the pilgrims equally. In fact, there was a a story in the biography of William Bradford where one of the Englishmen was executed by their own people because of the testimony of two Native Americans that's a biblical concept. Because of the testimony of two of the Indians, the pilgrims actually brought justice to them by executing one of their own people. That's amazing. Just think, think of that. That speaks of their character. That speaks of their sense of justice, that all men are created equal in the eyes of God. Uh, because of Squanto, who governor Bradford said was sent to them by God as a special instrument for their good beyond expectation. They did not meet with the, the fearful fate that many of the English colonies met when they met up with the fierce tribes of North America. And because of that, they were able to lay down the template that later turns into the constitution and this incredible form of government that you and I have, along with the sacred covenant made by our
0: founders. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise, since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to health care. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron.
1: third story, George Washington in the Battle of Long Island, the Battle of Brooklyn. This is in 1776. And George Washington, he is the leader of the Continental Army. He is in the fight of his life. He has 8,000 troops and he's stranded on, the, on Long Island in New York. And he's surrounded by, he's got 20,000 English troops in front of him. He has a hundred gunships in the water behind him. They're completely surrounded. There is no hope. He is doomed to failure. The war is going to be over. And George Washington, trusting in God, makes a desperate desperate strategic plan. And he decides to evacuate 8,000 troops in the middle of the night. And the way he was going to do it is he, was, he, he gathered up all of the rowboats that he could find, manned by fishermen, and loaded the 8,000 troops, plus their provisions, plus their the horses and the cannons, and was able to sneak them out. But what are the chances that that's going to work? Well, the, the English... Saw a strange and mysterious fog come over the land, and they could no longer see Washington and his troops, but Washington had his fire like this. fires were burning and and he left a couple of men behind to stoke the fire so the Englishmen thought that they were staying on the land and the English said that they would wait until the morning to overcome Washington's troops. But because of the fog, he couldn't see what they were doing. And and a wind blew the gunships in the water back far enough to where Washington was able to get all 8,000 troops into the boats and across the river. You'd think that they would see them. You'd think that they would hear the men talking and, and the oars slapping against the water, but they didn't. They couldn't hear them. They couldn't see them. And he successfully evacuated all of those troops and saved their lives. That was going to be the end of the war and the end of America. But God controlled the weather. Couldn't see them, couldn't hear them, and they were able to escape. This is an amazing story of the providence of God working all things together to accomplish his, his, his purposes. Now, do you think these were just... Happy accidents were these just uh, uh, evidences of, of of good luck with the pilgrims, with Squanto, with the miracle, with George Washington, and there's hundreds more stories just like this. You see, the best news source is not CNN or ABC or NBC or even your favorite conservative news station, because. It's so easy to look through the lens of a political bias to slant events of history and get the wrong idea of what was happening. The best news source is to put on the lens of God's providence, God's perspective, and look at the events that happened interpreting them through his word which tells us that he's the blessed controller of all things he's working all things together for good for those who love him for those who are called according to his purpose and he is putting his goodness his power and his care on display through the events of history and and history is his story and that story is still moving forward and you and I are our are moving and acting today and praying in the next generation's history. We're part of his story right now. And if we teach our children how to look at history that way, we can also teach them how to look at the future that way and how to interpret what's going on today that way. God is writing the story. He's the best script writer. It's all going to turn out for the blessings of those who keep his covenants covenant breakers lose covenant keepers win and even when it looks bleak and dark and that there is no hope remember he's working all things together for good and his kingdom will come and his will will be done on earth just as it is in heaven we just have to stick around long enough to see the end of the story and you and I are stepping stones for our children And we're going to continue to believe and continue to pray and continue to obey and do what God has placed in front of us to do at, in our station, in our position, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a, you're uh, in the military like George Washington, or whether you're a movie maker or whether you are an artist or whether you are an administrator, a mother, a father, a technician, you be faithful where God has placed you and he will miraculously control all things in his universe to accomplish his purposes. Dear God, we thank you that you are the blessed controller of all things. We thank you that you've placed us here. God, we we know that you've not given us a spirit of fear. You've given us a spirit of love, of power, and a healthy mind. God, help us to think clearly. Help us to uh, resist the devil knowing that he will flee from us and empower us, Lord, with clear thinking and a spirit of love to do what you've called us to do where you've stationed us in your kingdom. We love you and we trust you. Direct our path, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.